0: Hello, and welcome to Season 2, episode 68 of the We Are Speaking Podcast. During each weekly 30-minute episode, we address some of our favorite topics, including American history and culture, government, education and politics from a black perspective. We're so glad you are joining us today. <clears throat> the podcast is brought to you by our company, the Global Creative Community Branding and Marketing Academy. We offer branding and marketing services to independent authors and creative professionals like us, including valuable ebooks, online training and small group coaching. You can find out more with the link and QR code in the show notes. Keith and I have also published several fiction, sci-fi, fantasy and non-fiction books. Very soon we're opening a new website where you can preview and purchase our books outside of of Amazon. As a free or paid subscriber to the We Are Speaking publication, you can also access the podcast episodes through the website or on your favorite podcast player. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. My name is Pamela Hilliard Owens. I am one of the co-hosts of We Are Speaking in partnership with my husband and business partner, Keith Owens, who also wrote and performed the intro and outro music for the podcast. And speaking of Keith, here he is. Hi, Keith. Good to be here again. Well, this week, we will discuss what we think are the top five news stories, as hard as it is to choose just five.
1: All right. The Monday, uh, December 4th, 2023. The college football playoff final four spots have been secured. Michigan, yay! <laughs> Michigan, thirteen and zero is number one. Washington is number two, also thirteen and zero. Number three is Texas, twelve and one, and number four is Alabama, twelve and one. And Florida State, thirteen and zero, is number five, and is the first undefeated Power Five conference champion to be excluded from the playoffs under the current bowl system. Michigan will play Alabama in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena on January first, and Washington will face Texas in the Sugar Bowl in Houston, also on January first. Florida State did not make the cutoff because two of its quarterbacks were seriously injured. Of course, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who often ignores rules he doesn't like. Has pledged to use one million dollars of state money to sue the CFP, the CFP, the CFP, or the of co- the College Football Playoff Committee. And having recited all those stats to say, I need to tell you that I am not familiar with not, not much of it. I don't, I don't, we, we always follow what's happening. This is obviously a big thing that's happening. And so, of course, thanks to my wife did, but my wife, Pam, did great research. I don't follow football a whole lot, particularly not college ball, but this is a big deal. But even more, we're looking at professional football. And of course, the Detroit Lions are surprising everybody. They're number one in the NFC North Division. And and I, I mean, they're playing the Broncos on Sunday on Sunday yeah, yeah on this Sunday, Sunday on why su- is that important on Sunday, hold on a second but they're <laughs> playing the Broncos on Sunday and first thing is funny because I've never this year is the first year I'm look going back and I'm pretty sure I'm almost positive this is the first year I've even watched one Lions game right I may have seen a pen passing walking by someone's TV mm-hmm. <laughs> but but I've never even watched a Lions game this year I'm, I'm getting the place I'm watching almost every weekend and um as Pam was uh prompt. Me, um, because they're playing the Broncos is difficult for me because they're the playing- Denver the Denver Broncos, right? The Denver Broncos, and that's why it's difficult for me. because I'm born and raised in Denver, um, and I was raised on the Broncos. But my my mother that was my mother's favorite team up until up until she died. Actually, mm-hmm. in matter of fact, before she died, the Broncos won the Super Bowl, and and it wasn't too long after that that she passed away. So she got <laughs> so she got a chance to see the Broncos win the Super Bowl. I and mean, I remember even when I was a kid, Flo- Floyd. What Floyd Little? I believe mean, Floyd Little was was one of the bron- early Broncos star players. Right, and and I still remember my father, who was president of the Colorado Urban League, took me downtown. Floyd Little had a, a clothing shop downtown. Mm-hmm. And Dad took me down there to meet Floyd Little and to get a, can get a, a card signed. I still have that here somewhere, Fly signed by Floyd Little. So, the, so, we, so I was ra- born, I was raised in a Broncos household. Um, so <laughs> But now with, with the with the Lions, so I've got to stick with my team. We'll stick with the Lions on this <laughs> one, but that's going to be difficult. But it should be a good game. And the Lions have just been doing tremendous, though, raising the spirits of everybody in Detroit. It's also a good thing in Detroit because <laughs> just from a I don't if I say economic, but just in with the revitalization of the city, but there's been such an effort to bring all the all the team facilities down. All to, four, to of Detroit, all four in Detroit. Detroit. Yes. I mean, to be one of the Pondy. few
0: cities where all all of the, right here. All right. of the sports teams are in right. within the city uh, limits. Right, the Pistons
1: thing used to be in Pontiac, right. and uh and and so the, and now spread around, and now all four teams mm-hmm. are downtown. And but then the, but then teams weren't winning. Right, so long. right. I mean, we right. were getting, we had all these, I think Pocky was doing well for a while, but for a long time, all we had beautiful new facilities. Right. And
0: no team to right. speak of. And it's funny because... Ford Field is where both the Tigers and the Lions play. Yeah, the Tigers no, play. No, 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 no. T- the Tigers t- play at Comerica Park. Co- Co- yeah, they play at Comerica Park. Um, and that's okay because Comerica Park and Ford Field are geographically close to each other. Yeah, very much. But there's a an, an historic church right next to one of the parking oh, yeah. lots where either you would park for either Comerica Park or Ford Field. Right. And they had a big, on, the, on their sign, they said, please pray, pray for, for the, the Lions, Lions. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> or please pray for the Tigers. <laughs> and it's really funny because you can see that big sign, whether you're going to see a baseball game. Right. Right, or, right. And and for many, many years that was all we had was a oh, prayer.
1: <laughs> but to see them actually doing well now mm-hmm. is, is, is a great thing. And we have the draft here next right, year. Right, right. February. Is it, yeah. Or is is I think it in February I or is it I think in January? It's, no, I don't understand January. I think it's February two thousand twenty four. Right. You know, right. But, but we're coming next year, and that's a big deal. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so so yeah, so good good things, uh good things are happening. <laughs> <But
0: it's, laughs> okay. Moving on to Tuesday, December fifth, twenty twenty three. And sports is news, so we might, depending, especially <laughs> depending on how well the Lions do right. and how well a University of Michigan does, we might be talking about yep, some sports yep, yep. <laughs> as a news story coming up in the next few weeks. The, on Tuesday, December 5th, 2023, the National Association for Business Economists released a survey that showed that the United States can avoid a recession in 2024 despite continuing high interest rates. The, the federal... Excuse me. The Federal Reserve has raised interest rates to more than 5.25 percent, the highest level in about two decades. I am old enough to remember when the interest rate was 12, 15, 19 percent several decades ago. The Biden-Harris administration has recorded more job growth than any president in the last 40 years. And the unemployment rate is also the lowest in decades at about 3.7 percent. Black unemployment is also the lowest it's been in history. And so, yes, uh, many things are still too expensive, but especially uh, things like that you buy at the grocery store and things like that. But that is more to do with corporate greed than with any Biden-Harris um, policies. And and it is being shown now that the companies that make soap and, and detergent and, and especially medicine, and, the companies and their CEOs made buku bucks during the pandemic and since the pandemic and when i say buku bucks i mean salaries and profits way above what they should and then they charge, then we pay for that with higher prices on the things that we need. You know, there, there are things that you can get, you know, if you have some extra money or things that you want, but the prices are high on things that we need to buy. And then that gives people the impression that the economy is not doing well.
1: Well, you know, we talked not too long ago about the about the UAW strike. Right. And part of that was exactly that. The CEO salaries right. were way out of whack. Exactly. That's why people are complaining about. So I think, so that's, and so that, needs to be focused on in terms of because like you said there's the biden harris administration is doing everything they can to close the gap but right. there's only so much they can do because it's private businesses and you can't right. make but so many you can only make so many laws to force right. things that can be done and he's doing everything he can. and also there's not something that can happen overnight right because exactly. so much has been dismantled over mm-hmm, the years
0: mm-hmm. you know? and meanwhile also the november jobs report came out today and they were expecting 180,000 new jobs. It was 195, 190,000 new jobs. And so, even though in prior months it was like 200 and 215, 190,000 new jobs. Unemployment is so low. We used to think that 8% unemployment was good. Then we thought that 6% unemployment. Was, now it is 3.7, and it's like the sixth month in a row that it's been below 4%. Right. And that first big drop was under the Obama administration. Well, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now exactly. it's dropping
1: farther than mm-hmm. that.
0: And it Again, like you
1: said, we need to really emphasize. People need to understand. I really need to hear black unemployment the lowest in history. That needs to be repeated over and over again. That that's the lowest in history. Right. That is a big
0: deal. Right, and because if you want a job, you can find one in almost any industry that you that you're looking for, and that has not been true recently. And it's so funny because there was a meme with a, a, a with a cartoon. With a, with a person who looked like a Latino immigrant sitting on a, a stool, and half of it said, "How can he be not, on the one hand lazy and on the other hand taking your job? Okay, can it can't be both? And so not only are our immigrants documented or not not taking your jobs, there's not enough people to fill the jobs that we have. And so and and in some and. Not all immigrants from his Latino countries are just blue-collar or lower. Not all of them are dishwashers. Well, some of them are very high-skilled. Right. Okay? And the reason they're leaving their countries is because of economic and political problems there. But even for those people who we need to not only not only work in the fields, but also work in the restaurants and things like that. Restaurants are having a hard time just getting dishwashers, much less waiters and, and, and things like that. So if you want a job, you can get a job. Right. And that is because of the Biden Harris policy.
1: Exactly. And um and just real quick I need to move on, just coming back again to the black unemployment rate, because we do talk about this being from the black perspective. Right. And and we've heard reports, I don't know how much I buy all of it, but in terms of the support for the Biden administration among Black communities not what it was right, Latino, right. et cetera, that there's falling off to the degree that that may be true. Mm-hmm. To the degree not that, I always posit that the reason why some of this is happening is because people don't know
0: exactly. They, they, exactly.
1: They, 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 and for any number of reasons, if you knew that the lowest Black unemployment in history,
0: right, right, you
1: need to understand that you can't possibly look at this man's record at what he's doing mm-hmm. and say he's not doing anything and call yourself dissatisfied and be honest.
0: Right. Exactly. So that's part of our mission, especially in these next months before the election, is to, is to get this story out because there's so much disinformation about I mean, how bad things are and how bad Biden's doing and, and how we're being overrun by immigrants. And, and, it, and it is just not true. Okay. Oh, and now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> the podcast is brought to you by our company, the Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community Branding and Marketing Academy. We offer branding and marketing services to independent authors and creative professionals like us, including valuable ebooks, online training, and small group coaching. You can find out more with the link and QR code in the show notes. Keith and I have also published several fiction, sci-fi fantasy, and nonfiction books. Very soon, we're opening a new website where you can preview and purchase our books outside of Amazon. As a free or paid subscriber to the We Are Speaking publication, you can access the podcast episodes through the website, through the through the Substack website, or on your favorite podcast player. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And back to the now back to the podcast. Right
1: for Wednesday, uh, December sixth, two thousand twenty-three. The Republican senator from Alabama, Tommy Tuberville, finally stopped his blocking of most military promotions that have gone on since February. His reason was that he objected to the Department of Defense's policy to help women travel to other states for reproductive health care that may or may not include legal abortions. Legal abortions. The DOD, the Department of Defense, does not pay for the actual care. The agency just reimburses for travel, time and expenses. Tuberville stated that his change in promotion blocking policy will only apply to three-star generals, which means that the top military leadership will still be delayed. I believe that's 11 of them. Right. Um, after the block was lifted, the Senate quickly approved the promotions of more than 400, uh, 400 officers. And, uh, and
0: before you go on, I just mm. wanted to in- enter, um, put in the, the fact that when you are a military person, you go where you are assigned. And if a woman is assigned to a state that bans abortion or doesn't allow good women's reproductive health, that's why the def- Department of Defense did this. Right. It's not paying for abortions. It's not paying for anything, even just regular women's looking for breast cancer and, and all that kind Thing it is it is reimbursing that means they have to pay for it first reimbursing any travel fees and giving them time off to 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 take this that's all they're doing right and And it is because when the women are assigned you don't know where you're going to be assigned until you get there right
1: right and I think it's also in terms of bringing up a point that may not look like it's not like it's not related but it is and that's gerrymandering Right. right because we get. And I'm not speaking specifically about Tuberville, but Tuberville is promoting a policy that is not supported by the majority of people. Exactly, and that exactly. includes his state. Right, right. You know that right. includes almost just about every state. The vast majority of Americans mm-hmm. uh, we support abortion and access to abortion. Right, but because when you start having gerrymandering and cracking and packing you get people who are promoting positions that are not what people want and the way uh, an actual democracy works someone like Tuberville should not in any world have the power, right. to block, the promotion of four hundred off, well, more than four hundred officers, and still eleven, just because he's opposed to abortion. Right, right. It and, shouldn't um, have been even been. It shouldn't have been possible. And I think what's happening between people like Tuberville and also the former guy, Trump, is what's being what's beginning to be realized once we get through this, because we have to assume that we're going to get past this. Is that it's just the cracks in the dam. We know where they are now, right, right, because right. we were uh, the, this, the 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 country wasn't prepared right for something like this exactly. nobody thought that some that there would be somebody like a Tuberville who would hold up that many promotion because of one position right right and, a, and, and, and
0: and and one of the things um besides the fact that Finally, his, some of his Republican colleagues, um, especially for military readiness, were getting on his back. He previously said, oh, you know, especially the people at the very, very top, they can do both jobs. Well, it's not that hard, says someone who, whose biggest thing, hardest thing he did was coach college football uh, team. He, he never served. He, he never served. He has no idea what it takes. But one of the people at the very top who had to do two full-time leadership jobs in the military, and I can't remember what branch he was in, he had a heart attack because of the stress of trying to do two jobs. Job. He didn't die, but when you have a heart attack, you have to slow down and all that kind of thing. But he had the heart attack because of the stress of trying to do two top leadership jobs because of what Tommy Tuberville did. Right,
1: and so the pressure was on Tuberville, for, and, that, and it's important to stress from his own party. Right, right, Not right. Not just from Democrats, he could care less what Democrats think, right. but from his own party. Mm-hmm. And even some of the right, right-wing Republicans, because mm-hmm. some of them are intelligent enough to realize the military—that's their base, right?
0: Exactly, exactly. When you start talking
1: about military families, mm-hmm. a large number are Republican, Republican-leaning, right? When you start talking about you're you're not, you're not allowing them to be promoted with it. Like I said, this man who has a heart attack because he's doing too many jobs, and you're affecting military families, and you're at blocking access to reproductive health care, right? Not just the wives, because then we are, there are women who are serving, so, right? So the wives of, of military leaders, and also the we, women we, who are, we women who are serving, mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. blocking access to necessary health care
0: and the, the republicans at least they used to support the military right and before when these promote these promotions would be be uh completed like in June and july which gave the military families time to move right. to get uh, for, for the spouse whether it's a male spouse or a female to find another job and most importantly to put their children in school right. uh, with, with with this with these holds up these families are in we're in limbo all and, this and time what's,
1: and what's going to be interesting to see I mean in terms of all these predictions about um that the, the Democrats will lose in 24 right but when you talk about the Republican base. Some of the stalwart parts of their base are, are that's, that's who they're attacking, right? Exactly. So the military was a large part of their base. Look what they just did, and by and,
0: people who never served, who like never two served, Bill pro, and Trump. Two pro, Trump. Pro, right? When you look at Trump, and, and for five generations, nobody so, in Trump's so, so, family right. served.
1: And, and then you look, or you look at the police officers right. well, who were they who who's get attacked on January sixth, right? Exactly. Police officers. Exactly. So, so you're you're allowing these parts of your base who always stood right. Republicans, and you're throwing them under the bus for who for a handful. Right. Of people. So so if these people mm-hmm. go to the polls, well, it's going to be a problem it's, for it's Republicans. It's going to be a
0: real problem. Okay, moving on, Thursday, December 7th, 2023, besides a day that should, will be held in infas- um, infamy, because that's the, the 82nd, I think, anniversary of the Pearl Harbor attack. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. It took 15 votes last January for the Republican congressman from California, Kevin McCarthy, to be voted in as Speaker of the House about 9 months later he was removed from his speaker from from his speakership post by MAGA Republicans <laughs> MAGA Republicans giving him the infamous honor of the shortest and least effective speakership in American history well on Thursday McCarthy announced that he would completely end his congressional career by resigning by the end of this year. He's not even waiting till the congress is over next year. He's going now. And you know they they take off in a couple of weeks for the rest of the year. So he's he's all but through. And it, and it, and with former New York Republican Congressman George Santos, whatever his name is, being expelled from Congress last week, the major, the Republicans just have a slim two-member majority. And this thing with with Kevin McCarthy He always wanted to be speaker. And I keep telling people, I remember in the summer of 2022, before the midterm elections, when there was supposed to be this big red wave that turned into a red trickle. He was literally measuring the drapes drapes in the speakers in the speakers you mean
1: literally lit uh, literally, because yeah, the term literally has changed over the years, but this man was literally it's, exactly, the exactly,
0: drapes. exactly. And for from the beginning when from the votes that it took all the way to his ouster his, his ouster vacant, one of the few speakers to be vacated in American history and having the shortest speakership in American history, he got what he deserved. He got what he deserved. Mm-hmm. So in the 118th Congress started in January of this year mm. after the 22, 2022 elections when, we, like we said, the Republicans thought there was going to be a big red wave. Mm. And, and again, because of gerrymandering, they got a very, very, very slim majority. But with that very, very slim majority in this 118th Congress and the stranglehold that the far-right mega members have on the entire country— mm. Even, even that, it's, it, the Republicans have done nothing. Absolutely nothing. What little was done was done with bipartisan votes between the Democrats and the Republicans and Hakeem Jeffries. Um, and the Democrats have had to, have to, have had to save the Republicans. They had to save them to, um, meet the, um, uh, deadline for, what was the one in the spring, the financial deadline in the spring, for the, bu- the budget The but, budget yeah, de- yeah. deadline, yeah. and then they had to save them again because that's what the, the MAGA Republicans are mad about, because Kevin McCarthy allowed that to go through. The, we, the MAGA Republicans don't care if the economy crashes, okay? And debt ceiling, that's, right. that's what it is called, the debt ceiling. Right. Because if we had messed, we meaning America, had messed that up, it would mess up the good faith and credit of the United States. They could care less. Right. Well,
1: they, could, they actually wanted. They wanted that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they wanted to burn the house down, right? And supposedly burn and rebuild it, but the problem is they don't know how to build. They anything. don't know how. To, they don't know So how to once build. they burn it down, there's right. nothing left to build because they don't know how to build exactly, anything. All exactly. they know how to do is tear
0: down. Te- tear down. You know? and, and so the debt ceiling negotiations were supposed to be the foundation for the budget negotiations for the uh, budget that was ended by on September 30th. Of course, the MAGA Republicans threw all that out, and again brought us to the brink of a government shutdown because they want, like you said, they want to throw everything out and they went against their word and against the word of their speaker, who at the time was Kevin McCarthy saying, okay, the debt ceiling numbers are going to be the budget numbers. Well, so they threw all that out. And so we came within a hair's breadth of a government shutdown at the end of September. We came a hair's breadth when they extended it for a few weeks in November, and then they have to extend it again. And when Kevin McCarthy Went with the Democrats to save it in September. That was the end. Was the end of, that, yep. that was the end. The MAGA uh, voted him out. And now
1: they got somebody in who's in the same problem. In the, right, but they can't- The but same and, problem. And also, I think it's important to point out, that when you're talking about the stronghold that, that that the mm-hmm. MAGA Republicans mm-hmm, have in the mm-hmm. country, they really- have a stranglehold and I think it's a, di- a important difference on the legislature, right, the that's Congress what, right. and through them right. been, because again they're passed and they're pushing policies and refusing progress against what most people want. Right and and it, and,
0: and we're going to talk about this next week but and because people need to remember this is from your for, mm-hmm. your former mm-hmm. English history and government teacher in the constitution all financial bills have to come from the House of Representatives, which is the people's house, and so that's why there's such a stranglehold, and that's why we're very close to losing support for Ukraine and support for Israel and all of that because they, these things have to come first from the House, and even if the Senate passes a bill, it has to be passed by the House right. and then be sent back to the Senate before it's sent to
1: the right. President. And that stranglehold is because a minor because the a other, very small, a small minority, minority but, the, but the majority of Republicans won't do anything about it exactly
0: exactly That's the, I mean because they're they're afraid uh, of Trump mean. people will but vote they're against afraid
1: them. they're afraid of that so-called base right so they won't stand up to exactly. it exactly because they could change that in a minute but they're scared to death right so so all of them are cowed mm-hmm. by a few Right. And, and when
0: we say a few, we mean a few, a few. like eight people. Eight people out of four hundred and thirty-five. Letting... Well, it's four hundred thirty-four now. Yeah. So we need to, you know, we're going to we're going to come back to that because mm. that's what we're going to be pushing. Right. Okay. The last day today, Friday, Friday, December. Well, 8th. Fr- fr- Friday, Friday, December eighth. Yeah. yeah. Two thousand
1: twenty-three. The District of Columbia Court of Appeals upheld almost all of the gag orders for Donald Trump and instituted by Judge Tanya Chutkin a few weeks ago. The appeal scored statement said, "Mr. Trump." Not President Trump, That's exactly. Mr. Trump, <laughs> Citizen Trump, really, is a former disgraced citizen, is a former president and current candidate for the presidency, and there and there is a strong public interest in what he has to say. But Mr. Trump is also an indicted criminal defendant, and he must stand trial in the courtroom under the same procedures that govern all other criminal defendants. That is what the rule of law means. The appeals court decided that the gag order was a reasonable limit on speech. And here's the thing. With the judge, because what tr- Trump, as as those who've been following him at, in, in any way know, mm-hmm. he's been getting essentially, as we say, getting away with murder since he was a teenager, as, as a kid. I'm right. a teenager. He's been he's gone bankrupt six times. He hasn't paid contract people. He hasn't paid lawyers, contractors, anybody. Mm-hmm. He's been breaking laws. He and his father both have been have been violating laws, cheating on taxes everything right. for decades. Um, so this is nothing new and if he had run for president he'd still be doing that. All this is bringing to light what what he's been doing. So now he's basically jumping up and down like a little kid because he's been found out. Mm-hmm. Yeah rather and, and so that's and so that's what is causing that but I think what but also though is more problematic is that Trump, uh, Trump is basically he's testing the weaknesses in the system and then exploiting them. Right, and it's the same things happen with the, in the system and also in the media. He says, "Okay, what will they let me get away with? Right. What can I do?" And then people are afraid to check it. Mm-hmm. Just like it took the media so long, they they couldn't allow themselves to say that he lied. They would say untruths or any or use any term. And so because of that, because they couldn't face up to what he was saying or they couldn't tell the truth about it, realize this was, and the same things with this system. And so now that any other, as has been said so many times on so many shows, if this was any other defendant. A man who's t- attacking a judge and who is threatening family members of a judge and and the and the jury, et cetera, any the other potential jury pretentious witnesses, pretentious jury witnesses would be in jail. Right. But the but because it's him, and so he's saying, okay, you you haven't thrown me in jail yet. And I and I heard Michael Steele, who's the you know, former re- Republican National Committee chair, and who's a frequent guest on MSNBC now, and he said, and I'm quoting Steele, you know, Steele said, throw his ass in jail. Right. I'm with Steele. On that, at this point, they've given him every interro and every keep on giving him reprimands and fines means nothing. Right. And whatever threat they're concerned about that he po- how could his threat of him being in jail be worse than what he is now? Family members are being threatened, juror potential jurors. Every, the whole entire system is threatened by mm-hmm. this man, and he's out. How can it possibly be worse if you put him behind bars which had has no, access, has no access to any social media, and he's behind bars like everybody else? Right. I'm going to steal on that. Put him put him in jail.
0: And I want to say something about him, about Trump being in jail or in prison. And everybody, everybody says, well, how can you do that with the Secret Service? First of all, he wouldn't be in general population. Right. Okay? They, they, they would make some accommodations accommodations for him because of who he is but when the when people sign up for the secret service they, they they go where they're supposed to go and so if they have to go to jail and they, and it's on a rotating basis they work shifts and all that kind of thing but if they have to go where he goes and un unfo- well no i'm not going to even say unfortunately presidents their families have lifelong civil s- s- secret service protection and so for as long as he lives he's going to, and just like all the other presidents is gonna have lifetime. But don't worry about the Secret Service. That's what they signed up for. Right. And it's probably the lower ones on the Pelton Bowl right. that will get that assignment, but they still signed up right. for they, it. I mean they're getting paid. Right. Yeah. They're, right. they're,
1: they're so first first of all, they're getting paid. And also, like you said, this, this isn't like the, you know, the prison sales you see on TV shows. Right. With guys in Shanks coming out mm. and getting gang raped, etc. He's not in that part. They right. have prisoners for prisons for folks who who aren't that. Who, who are much who are basic what are they what do they call it they
0: called club fed yeah club fed mm-hmm. well that's where he's going right exactly, he's,
1: exactly. He's, that's where this man is going he's, he's not gonna, even he's not going even
0: go to Mar-a-Lago right no he's going go to go to a, a prison prison
1: you but, but club a fancier prison a but it's still still, a prison. A prison. It's still but he's, a prison but he's not he's he's not at risk of being stabbed shot gang not, not just because it's club fed but because he has security right but the bottom line is that's not a concern right right that's not a concern to so everybody who's trying to bring that up about what could happen, the threat he poses. If he's saying no, any threat posed to him, no. Right. I, it just all that does is get him out of our way, right. so that the legal system can work without him. You know, without and also without the media feel compelled to
0: cover everything, everything he that he says he and everything that he does. Is. Right. 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 Okay. So that's all for this week. Every time we start to say, are we going to be, are we going to have time left over? No, we never have time left over, but that's all for this week. And a reminder that when you upgrade your Substack subscription to a paid level, you are really helping to support us on a financial level. You will also benefit us by visiting our new website, which will be in the um, show notes, to see what we can offer you with our valuable products, services, and books in the Branding and Marketing Academy. Check the show notes for links in the QR codes and thanks, and we will be back next week. Yep. See you next week.